Chapter One of the Life of Luther. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Life of Luther by Gustav A. Just. The Christians of the First Century. One. The Apostles of the Lord. When our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ bid farewell to his disciples on the Mount of Olives and ascended into heaven, he commanded them to tarry in Jerusalem until they were endued with power from on high. In this power they were to go forth into all the world and bear witness of that which they had seen and heard. He said unto them, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Acts 1.8 The disciples faithfully executed this command of the Lord. For after the day of Pentecost, upon which they had received the Holy Ghost, they went forth and proclaimed the gospel of Christ crucified, in Jerusalem, in Judea, in the surrounding countries, and in the whole world. They baptized Jews and heathen, and everywhere founded Christian congregations. But at once the word of the Lord was fulfilled. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. John fifteen twenty, For the spreading of Christianity aroused bitter enmity among Jews and Gentiles against the disciples of the Lord. James, the brother of John, was the first of the apostles to suffer martyrdom at Jerusalem. We are told, when the officer who is to bring him into court saw how steadfastly james adhered to his faith in christ he was so affected that he confessed himself likewise a christian thus both of them were condemned while they were being led away he begged james to forgive him whereupon the apostle replied peace be with thee and kissed him hereupon both were beheaded at the command of herod agrippa when herod saw that this pleased the jews he had peter also apprehended and cast into prison, from which the apostle was miraculously delivered by an angel. Fearlessly he continued to preach Christ, and founded many congregations in Asia Minor. The legend says that he was crucified under Emperor Nero at Rome. James, the Lord's brother, was bishop of the congregation at Jerusalem. Because of his pious life, he was at first highly esteemed among the Jews, but finally he also became an object of their hatred. The legend reports that the high priest led him to the pinnacle of the temple and there commanded him to deny Christ. When, however, he boldly confessed his Savior, he was hurled to the ground below. Then the enraged mob pressed about him in order to stone him to death, when he cried out upon his knees, I implore thee, God, Father, for them, for they know not what they do. Then a tanner stepped up and killed him with a club. Philip is said to have perished in Phrygia, Bartholomew in Asia Minor, Thomas in India proper, and Andrew in Scythia. John at first labored in Jerusalem, and later became pastor of the congregation at Ephesus. For a time he was banished to the Isle of Patmos. Afterward, however, he was permitted to return to Ephesus. When, because of his advanced age, he could no longer preach nor walk, he would have himself carried into the assembly and would always address it in these words little children love one another 
he died a natural death nearly one hundred years of age chief of all the apostles was the apostle of the gentiles paul although he did not belong to the twelve disciples of the lord he was nevertheless directly called and made a chosen vessel of the lord before his conversion his name was saul and he belonged to the strict sect of the pharisees being an enemy of the lord's disciples he was gratified to see stephen expire when stoned to death by the jews soon thereafter he himself became a zealous persecutor of the christians in jerusalem and wished to continue his cruel work also in damascus but on the way thither he was converted by the lord and called to be an apostle thenceforth he preached the gospel of the saviour of sinners especially among the gentiles and soon many christian congregations arose also among them but he also shared the fate of the other apostles he likewise suffered death for the doctrine of christ about sixty one a d he was taken a prisoner to rome there he abode two years chained to a soldier he preached the gospel in that city and wrote many letters to the congregations which had been founded by him among the gentiles for a short time he regained his liberty but was imprisoned a second time in sixty seven or sixty eight a d he suffered martyrdom being beheaded under nero two the first christian congregations and they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers acts two forty two this in a few words is the picture which the acts of the apostles paints of the first christian congregation at jerusalem the first christians were diligent and attentive hearers of god's word thereby they grew in knowledge and in the faith of the exalted saviour and in his power they defied all temptations and persecutions through the word they remained in communion with their head jesus christ and practised intimate fellowship with each other this showed itself in breaking of bread holy communion and in their united praying praising and giving of thanks how intense their love was for their saviour and their brethren we may see from the following words in the acts and the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul neither said any of them that aught of the things which he possessed was his own but they had all things in common neither was there any among them that lacked for as many as were possessed of lands and houses sold them and brought the prices of the things that were sold and laid them down at the apostles feet and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need acts four thirty four thirty five they were ready to sacrifice life itself for their saviour and for each other after the lord's example they practised charity towards their enemies and prayed for them they obtained favour with god and man and the lord added daily to the church such as should be saved for many jews forsook their national faith and joined the christian congregation true some hypocrites and false christians were found among them as the example of ananias and sapphira plainly shows as with the congregation at jerusalem so with all other christian congregations of the first century the word of the apostles was the only rule and guide of faith and life the apostles were the first teachers of the congregations together with apostles and presbyters and elders sometimes called bishops presided over the congregations it was their duty to conduct divine services and watch over faith and life of the congregations they were assisted by the deacons and almoners to whom was entrusted the care for the poor and the sick 
Sunday was chosen by the Christians as their day of public worship, because on this day the Lord Jesus rose from the dead. At first the congregation assembled at the homes of its members. It was only later that churches were built for this purpose. At these services spiritual hymns and psalms were sung, portions of the Holy Scriptures were read and explained, and prayers offered. Holy Communion was celebrated every Sunday and was received by the entire congregation. Strict discipline was practiced in the Christian congregation. If anyone walked disorderly, he was admonished. If, in spite of this, he continued impenitent, he was excluded from the Christian congregation as a heathen and publican, and not received again until he repented. 3. The Destruction of Jerusalem At last the word of Jesus was fulfilled. For the day shall come upon thee, that thine enemy shall cast a trench about thee, and compass thee round, and keep thee in on every side, and shall lay thee even with the ground, and thy children within thee, and they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another, because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. The terrible judgment drew near. The cruel emperor Nero at that time ruled in Rome. Under him the Jews rebelled and drove the Romans from their country. Nero sent his general Vespasian to chastise the rebels. Victoriously he pressed forward. Soon thereafter Nero died, and Vespasian was recalled and himself elected emperor. His son Titus was to complete the chastisement of the Jews. In the spring of 70 A.D., he marched against Jerusalem with an enormous army and laid siege to the city. His demand that the Jews surrender in order to save their city and magnificent temple was rejected with scorn by the proud leaders. Titus at once cast a trench about the city and bombarded it by means of catapults. The condition of the city was frightful. It happened to be the time of the Passover, and because of this festival, more than two million of people had assembled in Jerusalem. They were not at one among themselves. Some were in favor of surrendering to the Romans. Others were determined to resist to the last. The latter gained the ascendancy, and filled with ferocity and desperation, they fought against the Romans. No one dared even to speak of surrender, because the leaders had forbidden it under penalty of death. Soon frightful famine and much other misery arose. Everything was eaten, even the most disgusting things, as, for instance, the excrements of animals. Yes, a woman of noble birth killed and devoured her own child. Epidemics broke out and carried off thousands. Because the corpses could not be buried, they were thrown over the walls and filled the trenches. Yet, in spite of this, the Jews would not surrender. Then Titus took the city by storm, and the Romans killed and slaughtered whatever came in their way. The temple was defended by the Jews with great stubbornness. Titus had commanded to preserve this building, but a soldier threw a firebrand into it, and soon the magnificent edifice was enveloped in flames. The city of Jerusalem was laid even with the ground, according to the word of the Lord. Not one stone shall remain upon another. Luke 19.14 The siege had lasted four months, and in this time one million of Jews had perished. The prisoners were led away, some being compelled to fight with wild beasts in the arena, others being sold into slavery. But what had become of the Christians? As the swallows forsake the house whose walls and masons are tearing down, so the congregation of the Lord had left Jerusalem before the siege, 
and had found a refuge in the mountain village of Pella, on the Dead Sea, on the other side of the River Jordan. End of chapter 1